everyone. It's Nick from the Rise and Run podcast. BB and I, we are really excited today because we have special guests, fitness trainer, Marlissa Mars Herring and elite fitness trainer, Stanley Williams. And they are the co-founders of FBE, Fit Black and Educated, as well as Apex Athletic Academy. I'm personally excited because I am a true fitness nerd, so I can't wait to hear their story. And we're gonna talk about fitness plus running equals beast mode training. Let's talk about that. So first I wanna introduce you to Miss Mars. I met her um, at an event, I believe that the Unity Runners were, were giving, and then I've done a couple of her events and I really like her energy and her leadership. And Stanley does not remember meeting me, but I met him through a Juneteenth event, um, which was very exciting. I got to run with Black Girls Run. And so I wanted Mars to introduce herself first, then we're gonna move into Mr. Stanley. Hi, thank you for having me on. I am excited to talk about all these different things today. Uh, a little bit about myself. I'm originally from Chicago yeah. and I moved out to San Diego in 2016. I'm all, I've always been in fitness from like my mom um, playing softball all the time to my dad being in the Marines. So it was always just a part of life. And um, I got into training, went from being in college and then going over into playing flag football once I graduated. And we just, I just love it. I actually like seeing people push themselves and being there and watching like all the little triumphs that happen. So that was my introduction to being involved in fitness. Thank you for having me also. I really appreciate it, Nicole and Phoebe. And you're right, sorry, I forgot. A lot of people have come and gone. I apologize for that. But I'm, uh, I'm born in uh, Petersburg, Virginia, a small town, um, very poverty stricken. Um, but very athletic uh, through both parents. Uh, so I took that gift and, you know, played football, uh, ran some track in high school, um, but never went to the next level. Um, spent 13 years after high school into the United States Navy. Um, after those 13 years, I was, uh, what they call it, voluntarily separated, meaning they were making cutbacks. So, you know, they pretty much gave me the boot with no plan. So, uh, then I started to divvy into different realms of professions, you know, technology, um, currently an insurance agent and a real estate agent and also a trainer. Um, I learned a lot of things from uh, great coaches and mentors that kept me on the path of uh, fitness. And, you know, I'm now trying to tie in both assets with fitness and finance, Well, we're trying to tie in both assets with fitness and finance in order to pretty much make the, make our culture a lot better in both aspects. But that's the reason why I chose fitness and that's, you know, in a nutshell. So we met uh, 2017 um, via a dating app. So um, the day we went for a coffee date, well, right before I went to work. And then the next day I left because my dad passed away and I didn't talk to him again until, actually I talked to you while I was gone. I was annoyed with you. He was being nice and everything, but I just didn't want to hear anyone at that point. So came back May 9th and I hit him up. I was like, hey, you still have my, my it, was, it was my skills. It was my skills agility letter. I really love that letter. I had had it for like five years. Like so. $7.99 on Amazon. You can purchase one anyway. <laughs> so I hit him up like, hey, I need my shoot back. I need my ladder back. You know, when can we make this happen? Oh my God. So. And. The rest of the yeah, I can't get rid of him. No, no, I, so. uh, 
<laughs> so how did you guys start Fit Black and Educated? That's what I want to know. Uh, Fit Black and Educated, my brainchild baby um, from when I was in Chicago and being active in um, volleyball and flag football, just used to being around my own people and having that experience. Coming to San Diego, I when I came here, I thought, okay, you know, workout mecca, everyone's going to be everywhere. And I didn't find my own people. <laughs> and the representation for me of like, you know, Black people being in fitness wasn't there and I didn't feel it. So I was like, I'm going to make a shirt that, you know, represents all of these things, who I am. I'm fit, Black, and I'm educated. Like, that's me. And sometimes there was some pushback. Some people were like, change the name. It's terrible. And I was like, no, I'm not doing any of that. So kept the name and then talking to Stan when I came back, like I wanted there to be, you know, boot camps. I want the whole financial literacy workshops. I want all these aspects, which all these things were part of me, you know, growing up. So really like FB is a reflection of who I am. That's the history. Um, then decided to turn into a nonprofit because I was staunchly against charging for the boot camp. <laughs> I was like, no, not doing that. Um, but we still needed to figure out ways to expand and make, you know, everything better and to reach more people. So that's how that came about. And we're like a, you know, a dynamic duo when it comes to FBE because she's the marketing social media. You see her all over the place, social media. I'm in the <laughs> background, you know, with administrative and, 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 and financial documents. Okay. <laughs> but on Saturdays, you'll pretty much hear me out there, you know, giving orders and fitness instruction. So uh, we have a great thing going on um, and again it's continuously growing and like again it's her brainchild you know I'm just here to babysit sometimes you know <laughs> and help it develop and the things that I develop and also but it's a pretty amazing platform she's created for you know our culture in order to do things like this. Well, I follow you guys on Instagram and what's great about it for for me is that um, I love the videos where you're showing how to do the exercises correctly. That's the first thing I like. And then the second thing I like is between those videos, you'll have black history or what's going on in the black community between those videos. So not only are you learning how to exercise correctly, but then you're like, this is what's been happening to us today. And then you'll throw in some history. So like if, if anybody's on Instagram, follow fit black and educated, I'm telling you, it's, it's just the way that you do your social media is very, very smart. So my next question for you guys is how does the Apex Athletics roll into this as well? Uh, well, it's, uh, <laughs> like two, it's, it, it's two separate entities. Okay. Um, you know, one's for-profit, one's non-profit currently. So, you know, we got to make some money somewhere. You know, they just, <laughs> just can't be doing things for free all the time. So, um, yeah, for that, you know, that's our fitness area for, you know, making money and doing certain things but it's going to be a lot bigger than we pretty much well I even expected because it was more along the lines of just fitness first and then it turned into a lot of things you know especially helping the youth uh, develop themselves mentally physically financially and that's definitely like your passion yeah. right there, like with youth like with, with the youth that yeah. aspect of sports performance with youth and making sure that, hey, like you don't have to learn finances like once you're older, like let's talk about it now while I'm training you. And I think one of the things that you do all the time that like a lot of the parents, they will come and like watch their kids train with him. And he'll ask them, okay, tell me what you learned today in school. And he'll ask this question like while they're working out. So not only are they physically moving, but mentally they have to think about, oh wait, coaches and like, if I don't give coach a response, I know he's gonna make me do more push-ups. <laughs> so 
you know so i really like i sit back sometimes watch the training i'm like amazed you know both my girls are athletic and that's how i got into fitness because my youngest one was like mom you can do boot camps while the parents are like you know watching people play soccer and i'm just like the kids play soccer and at first i was like this little kid she was like seven years old telling me to do a boot camp but then that's how i got started with the boot camp so I really like what you guys are doing. I, I do want you to expand a little bit on the Apex Athletics because I want to know like why the youth and then what would a, like a regular program look like to you from, from start to finish? Well, the youth, because that's where it begins at, you know, and to tap into them, you have to work on their strongest muscle, which is everyone's strongest muscle in their mind. And once you get that flowing, then they become a better human being or a better man, a better woman with society. So with that, again, I didn't want to offer the normal educational way of doing things. I wanted them to be able to pick and choose their career paths based off of what they love to do, follow that path, but not only follow that path, but develop themselves as some type of business entity as well. So let's just say you wanted to play a sport or also you can play the sport, but you also have a background and maybe a business or real estate or insurance or something like that. So you have a very strong education on those things in sports, because a lot of us will we'll get money, but we don't know anything about tax. You know, taxes eat you alive, you become a millionaire. People don't know that, but you see it on social media a lot that, oh, this person made millions, this person made millions, but no one's telling you how to pay taxes on the millions like that. So with them developing, let's say you have a kid that's gonna be a superstar, you know, or has that superstar uh, quality about them, you want them to have those foundational skills of financial and fitness in order to maintain their body and their pockets. So that's why I thought forethought, like, hey, I got a real estate license. I got a life insurance license. I can really help these young men develop more financially and physically in life or and young men, young men and women. I'm sorry, I ain't trying to, y'all got the platform all right now. But yeah, but that's pretty much the gist of actually what I want to do and take, you know, take it even further than that. There's a lot of things that are, you know, intertwined with it, but from the grand scheme of it, that's initially what I would love to do for the youth and uh, empower them uh, physically and financially. It's interesting that you said that because one thing that I um, had both my girls do is meet with the, with the tax expert that I worked with. And I just, I said, I want you to ask her as many questions, questions as you need to, and you need to talk to her and listen to her about, you know, how to do the taxes and like, you know, how your money is being spent. And she educated them. It was like an hour and a half conversation and they were educated on that. So um, I think what you guys are doing is fantastic. And, you know, I'm going to tell everybody to follow Apex Athletics and Fit Black and Educated because you guys are definitely, definitely on the right path. So um, after talking about all that, um, what I really want to know is how does the physical and mental play with the financial growth part of it? Like, if you can just get in the nitty gritty part of that, I'd like to know, like you kind of explained it, but like, you know, usually people talk about the physical, mental and spiritual aspect of everything, but they never talk about the physical, mental and financial growth. Mm -hmm. um, okay. <laughs> oh, well, the FE side of it. On, on why those three, um, time and time again, you'll see like, you know, we'll only take on one aspect of it, right? We'll say, okay, well, I'm just going to work out, but your finances are trash. You know, you're like, well, I wanna go ahead and, you know, you know, go back to school and do that, but you need money to go to school. And some people it's like, oh, you need money to go ahead and go to the gym or, you know, 
we talk about, you know, within our community, how our our wealth is actually decreasing, mm -hmm. you know. So mm -hmm. if we can, what we've done is like tying those together. So one with the financial part, educating adults and youth about how to use their money, you know, just even the aspect of how to get out of debt or the aspect of, you know, when your kid is born or at any point in time when they're younger, like, you know, get that 529, like do these things so that you're setting them up. And then as an adult for yourself, making sure that, hey, do I have a trust in place? You know, are these things done for my, for my kids, for my family to go forward? And now you don't have to, you know, worry so much about the finances going on in your life. Right. And then on the education side, I mean, we have to know our history. <laughs> I mean, that's just a, an aspect of, you know, knowing yourself, you know, knowing what you're capable of, you know, knowing that, hey, every black person doesn't come from poverty. You know, we, we can uplift ourselves and, and do all of these things. Um, I, what, what did we show? Um, we showed the movie Malcolm X, like we did a black film screening and we do like black films like every other month and showed Malcolm X. I was amazed at how many people had never watched the movie, have never read the book. And it's like, that's, that's just one of the normal top three that people talk about during Black History Month, but we don't know. You know, there are, and that was one of the frustrating things <laughs> for me. It's like, wait a second, why isn't this taught? Why isn't this part important? And it's like, we have to do those things ourselves. We have to educate one another, be open to it. You know, know that, you know, Black communities did exist, where it's like we own town, like the end, these things are possible to do again. And that's like the, the physical part. We're healthy. <laughs> like we, if we have, we have the finances, we have the history of knowing how to do it. Now go ahead and have a farm, have the land. So then you're able to, to you know, self-sustaining, you have your own products, your own foods. We're able to eat. We're able to be healthy. We don't have to get all the the crazy byproducts that are out there and go to you know processed foods or go to a grocery store that's way out somewhere or live in a food desert. There's no need for that. We can do those things ourselves. Just about understanding and creating that wealth. You know, like moving into the future, like we, we're moving so fast. And and when I hear that, it makes so much sense. But a lot of times too. Uh, people think people who are saying what you're saying, that sounds crazy. What do you mean? Like, you know, have my own farm in my own garden. And it's like, that's right now, that's the best way to like grow your food, you know? So, um, so I think what you guys are doing is amazing. Bibi, you were going to say something. Yeah. I, um, I really, if I'm listening to you guys, you know, fit black and educated is this idea you had, but I also hear it as like a statement in a way. And I don't know if that's how you guys look at it, but that's how I'm hearing it as you're talking. It's like, I'm fit, black and educated. Like, don't, you know, forget what you thought. I'm fit, black and educated. I, I hear it as like this, this cry, this loud statement. And I love, I love that you're tying all that together because even with sport, I mean, I watched that um, movie about Venus and Serena Williams. If not for their dad being so like, Dang. they're going to do the sport come hell or high water and I will figure out financially how that's going to happen you don't have access to those things because of money you, you, a lot of a lot of us aren't able to play certain sports because of the financial part of it and so you guys are you guys are doing so much and and opening so many doors by tying all these very very important pieces together your health your wealth your your and, and knowing things your education 
so awesome you guys you guys are awesome i love this yeah. i'm sitting over here like <laughs> you're doing great work you're doing fantastic work so then my next question to you guys is like what are your top three top three reasons why people come to you like when you do get your clients and they come in um does it does it always start with oh i and i'm, I'm asking this for two reasons because i because i know what was interesting for me is when i would get clients and it was always i just have to lose weight and then you start talking with them during their sessions and it's like but you got all this other stuff going yeah, on yeah. and your and your weight can't get fixed because you got all this other stuff going on. So tell me about that. Tell me how you worked through that. Um, I would say that, again, uh, getting through the mental things that they have going on, because that's the to me, that's the most important thing. I know the workout is what they come for, but if this thing ain't clear, first and foremost, then it's not going to flow the way you want it to flow. That's like one of the top I would say that's the top reason people come to us because they feel welcomed um they know it's not one of those things where we're just trying to get your money you know we're building something like fitness is not a day like it's not a monthly thing it's a it's a lifelong journey you know, it should be one of those things that you every day you want to wake up feel good about yourself get some workout in you know focus on your money a little bit you know it's like they, they get a, a a different workout it's not just body but it's mind also you know with all the educa education that we have it's, you know, asking them questions about certain things to make them think like, oh, wait a minute, I never thought about that before. So now your body's getting work, your brain's getting work, and, you know, they come out with the gains that they want physically, and they come out with more gains that they didn't even know they were going to come out with mentally. So, you know, those two things, uh, I would say those two top things are what I would say <laughs> why people come back. I don't know. Um, I think mine's... I want to say it's a little bit, I don't really, I'm not really sure. Um, I would, I would say it varies for, for coming to fit black and educated boot camps or events. I would say people come for that camaraderie and, you know, just feeling like you're home and that it's family and you get to work out with other people who look like you, who share a similar mindset. And sometimes people come like I, they have been having a terrible week, but they know that coming, you know, and getting that workout in it, around other people, you're like, suddenly you feel so uplifted and you can go ahead and continue the day. Um, I would say that's for the boot camp aspect and for me and personal training. Um, <laughs> I think people come to me when, when they want challenge. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it. Um, <laughs> or to be tested to death. That's what I want yeah, to call it. To be tested to death. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's because I, like I said, growing up, um, my dad, like he, he served during Vietnam. So my mom's no junk either. Um, but it's just that idea that, you know, like I said, we had to, you know, do push-ups when we woke up every morning. Um, and there were days actually, yeah, during the summers, the summers were the fun part because not only did we have to rewrite the dictionary or rewrite like other books, historical books, memorize every word that we didn't know and recite all of it at the end of the summer without any pain to paper. So yeah, yeah right. So like that idea, <laughs> I kind of like took those things and continued it into like how I train people. Might spot off some history factor, ask you a trivia question while you're doing your workout and I want the answer back. <laughs> so it, it's just a whole, for me, it's just a, a challenge. And you know, people, they, they get a lot stronger and they feel a lot more balanced in doing things, you know, just especially our, you know, our older clients, you know, that, you know, you have troubles getting up where you hear them make all those noises. Uh, uh, but now, you know, they can actually do a proper squat or, you know, get up from a proper lunge position with 
no gripes or no issues, you know? So I say core stability and, you know, muscle gains in your brain and body. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and, that, and so I know you guys also put on a lot of runs too uh, throughout San Diego, throughout the year, actually. Um, so what can you tell our running listeners, our runners out there, why is it important to have strength training or body weight exercise or any type of exercise along with their uh, training plan for running? Um, running, you, you're breaking down your muscles a lot when you're running. And so you want to have something that's going to build up. You want to make sure that you have the stability aspect of it. You want to make sure that you're doing your mobility stretches outside of running. You know, running is only one part of it, and, you know, that, and it's great, you know, to keep your heart active, which is also like, I would tell even people who just only lift, I'm like, hey, you need to run sometimes as well. So you can't just take one part of it because you're, you need your heart pumping, you know, that cardiovascular system has to keep going. So combining those two things, you'll be an ultimate athlete. <laughs> you'll be an ultimate, ultimate runner. And then um, getting those certain muscles, right? Meaning glutes, hips hamstrings, uh, you know, micro muscles around your knees, because if you're running a lot, you're going to do a lot of damage on your knees. But if you have the supporting muscles there to, you know, help you or help your major muscles, then you're not going to break down as fast. But again, for us men, even we don't strengthen glutes, hips, you know, inner thigh muscles, none of that stuff. So when you hear a lot of guys tearing stuff in their knees or, you know, and all that stuff, man. Walking like OJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't have any core muscles. You know, you got to work on your abdominals, your lower back muscles, you know, all and of those like, things. Oh, I don't want to work out. What do you mean work out my butt? Like, yeah. yes, yes. You but need those help glutes. runners. Those definitely help yeah. runners because. Hey, you, you, you literally listed all of my ailments right now. I'm like, <laughs> knee problem. The hip is messed up. I was just talking to Nick about this. This whole like everything all of it everything you listed I need major help <laughs> <laughs> and another another thing that people don't know either is that that um when you're running and then in versus weightlifting those are two different things so like for instance when you're weight okay if you're trying to lose weight and you're weightlifting you you work out and tell me if I'm wrong because you because you guys are you know the most recent experts in this but like when you're working out and you're and you're working to build muscle and burn fat, once you're done with that workout, when you're weight training, it follows you throughout the day. So it's burning fat throughout the day, whereas cardio is immediate. And yeah. so, so you have to understand that, like, if you're trying to get that ripped body and the reason why we tell you to eat your protein after you work out is because you you've tore down these muscles when you're weight training and then the protein is going to help build them back up, but it's going to, it's, it's working over time. Yeah, yeah. And then cardio is immediate. So if you can talk a little bit more about that, I would love to hear what you guys think about that too. Um, you. I'm not a runner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sprinter. I don't, I don't do long distance running. So I, you know, I'm not. Well, we can talk about it. that too. Cause if you're a sprinter, I mean, it's all about the power, you know? Yeah, so, like, yeah. so talk about both of them for a long run, a long distance runner. And then someone who does short distances. Um, for long distance running, like it exactly like you said, you're you're constantly breaking down your muscles. Like even like when you're lifting, like you're breaking them down, breaking them down, and having your protein going ahead and and allowing the time to to rest, so that you're because I mean, it used to be like pounding and pounding and pounding, and then it's like, well, what are you doing for your recovery? What are you doing to to build those muscles back up? The maintenance of it, and sometimes it's like you runners and it's like hey well you know i have 
you know, uh, um, you know, my foot's messed up and what's going on with that. Well, maybe are you doing the exercises for your feet? Are you doing these, these body weight things that you can do, you know, and are you, you know, making sure that your calves are strong? Are you making like, what are you doing to maintain those things? Because running is, is great. I love running, but you also have to know to make sure that your whole body is strong to handle that. And what happens, what, what happens is, is that, you know, it's your tendons and your joints that you're protecting and, and your bone structure. So that, so that muscle you're building up is protecting all of that. So you have to do the strength training. Now, before we get into the sprint part of it or the, the short distance part of it, um, when you're putting a workout plan together for someone who's a long distance runner, how often should they be lifting weights? And then, um, and how would you break the running and the weight training up? Uh, be based off the body type but yeah well for um i would say when i was the program that i set up for myself because I haven't, I haven't trained a long distance runner in a long time mm -hmm. but with the program that i set up for myself when i was applying for ocs for the marine corps is that i would do my long runs at the end of the week that's like when my long run would happen and my lifting and my running was alternating so i would run a mile in the morning and then i would do my lifting and then the next day I would do a brisk walk or something like that and then still lift, but I'm working out a different part of my body when I'm doing this. So I would alternate between upper and lower, still working out both, but one was weighted, one was non-weighted. And then I'd go run again, then increase that mile and a half. And my long run was always at the end. Sprinters, you would have to do a lot of high intensity type deals. And along with, and along with that, recovery is major for sprinters, especially with hamstrings, calf muscles tearing, uh, Achilles, uh, uh, possibly tearing things of that nature so with a sprinter you would have to work out whoo, probably twice a day one being for actual working out that major body part or that body part because with sprinters you have to have strong arms shoulders core pectorials glutes hips clack, hamstrings clack. back you have to have everything clack, 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 clack. Yeah, yeah you gotta have everything man because people don't understand like the form of sprinting like you really have to have that muscle memory and it's a powerful thing so working out very hard, high intensity, probably in the morning and then hitting the, uh, the track, uh, maybe noon, three o'clock and going over the whole track uh, arrangement. But for those days that we're not working out, trust me, you're going to be getting some recovery things going on. I mean, you're going to be in the ice tub, you're going to be getting a massage or some type of recovery because those type of bodies there, boy, you got to keep those things maintained. Mm -hmm. And then one other question too, is the progression. So if if someone's going to a trainer, you know, it's funny because, and I know, I know you guys have witnessed this as well. You go to a trainer and they want to get beat up that first week and it doesn't work that way. You, <laughs> they're laughing at me because they, you know, it's true. And so it, it's a progression. So talk about that progression and how you guys work that progression. Um, I told you I was a fitness nerd. I told yeah. you I was a fitness nerd. <laughs> hey, I love it. Um, so for me, my initial thing with clients is I'll always do um the test to see like where you're at so how do you step forward how do you step back how do you how what's your stop from so i'm looking at all of those things like that first day and like let's see how your body works and then from that point then it's like okay we're not picking up weights <laughs> where they're like we're not picking up any weight we're going to get your foundation together you know i want to make sure that you know you don't have any value like if you do let's figure out let's correct that you know i want to make sure that you're able to you know butt to the ground all that so for me, it's it's that progression of let's see where you are this week. Let's like go into here. Like depending on how many days a week they're training, if they're only doing two days a week, I'm going to tell you you need more than that. 
but if that's all the time that you have, here are some things that you can do at home or just to maintain throughout until you come see me again. And then it's like week two, you know, you're still going still, I, I usually don't allow my clients to use weights, depending if they're just beginners until like after the fourth week, because I want you to get your foundation together. And then even then we're not going anything heavy. I want you to be able to, you know, if I say lunge, lunge and you're not wobbling everywhere, <laughs> you know, I say, go ahead. We're, we're going to do some stability things. Can you stand on one leg? Like, can you do that? You know, and a lot of times people are like, well, what do you mean? Like, you know, we're like, hey, we're going to hop on the BOSU ball and we're going to do squats on the BOSU ball now. And they're like, wait, no, that's too wobbly. No, it's not. Like engage your core, breathe, squeeze everything together. And now go ahead and do it. And I always want every part of your body should be tense when you're working out. So imagine if you have no weights around you and you just tense up all your muscles really tight. And now let's do some curls. Now let's squat. You're going to feel that entire thing. So like I, I progress my clients in that way um, to the point of, of lifting. And like one of my other favorite things to do is make people bear crawl. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's like, hey, let's see, what are, how are your mechanics? Are we doing a lateral crawl? Like, you know, what's that look like for you? So that's, that's how I work with my clients a lot. I think a lot of people just try to figure out, um, you know, how to train or they go online and try to figure it out. Or I used to actually work at a gym as a salesperson. So I would sell gym memberships. And I had, um, obviously I, I ran track and cross country and I had my kinesiology background. So they were like, okay, well, like take them through like a workout. And I did it, but now like when I thought back on it, I'm like, why would I take somebody and just start having them lift weights? Because then, then, then they're like, oh, this is great. And yeah, sure, maybe you sign up for the membership because you feel like you got a great workout, but you're not going to be here in week two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's so important to have someone who knows what they're doing. You know, don't just go and just sign up for whatever, or don't just look up stuff online and don't just try to like beat your body up in the beginning. That's really, really, really great point. Exactly. Uh, well, um, to me, it's uh, that's just based off the, you know, the client, you know, if we're working with someone that's of older age and, you know, we have to get them, got to pretty much construct their body all over again. I work with older clients. It's like teach them how to walk again. <laughs> you know, you got to go through those progressions, you know, and then if yeah. you have intermediate type people, you know, you work with them a certain way and then you got your advanced people that think they know everything, but you, know, you can easily break it all down by showing them that their micro muscles are, are weak and then, then, they'll, then they'll humble themselves real quick and, you know, conform to the things that you ask them to conform to in order to make themselves better. But for me, it's just, you know, every client's different. So it's, uh, you know, you tailor make a suit for them and hope for the best, you know, get all the gains you can. So tell us about your, your weekly um, training sessions um, that you have here in San Diego and then let people know where they can find you. Okay, uh, we have our boot camps every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. at Mission Bay Park, uh, right next to the recreation center on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. And then we have our Tuesday night stairs at the convention center, 6 p.m. So much fun on the stairs. <laughs> um, so we have those. Um, oh, Sunday, we have our hikes. So we're, we've been alternating between doing a hike on a Sunday and we're bringing back playing kickball on Sundays as well. So we'll be alternating between those two and the hikes are always posted either on our Instagram, Fit Black and Educated or on um, our Facebook page. 
most runs here in San Diego. So on February 26th, they have the Black Love 5K virtual run. And then on June 18th is the Juneteenth Celebration 5K. So if you guys want to be a part of that, I highly recommend it. It's Isn't it like a, a relay across the country? Um, so, the country. Fun, <laughs> so the fun country. part um, about... <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, so actually we created a, um, a run series called We Are Run Series because I was that person, I was tired of always like going to a run and it has nothing to do with me. Like I've been a St. Patty's Day runs, you know, Christmas runs, all these things. I'm like, what about something that's for us, by us, about us? And that's why We Are Run Series came about. And so it's like, okay, so we have the, the Juneteenth was our first one. And this year we're making it in person. So... <laughs> Be ready for that one. Um, it'll be our very first in-person one. And then we, uh, with that one, this guy right here came with a genius idea that we should, you know, to incorporate the educational aspect, um, we carry the Juneteenth flag and the Pan-African flag from every Black historical site in San Diego. And then you have the inaugural Pan-African hike on oh, August yes. 13th. <laughs> yes, uh, to celebrate Marcus Garvey's birthday. Um, it, it's, I, look, I'm excited about it. It was an idea I had a while back. I was like, it'd be great to just have all of the flags out there, everybody representing, because that's what the, the you know, Pan-African flag is about, the red, black, and the green. It's all of us united across the diaspora. So let's actually get out there, hike together. You know, who knows, maybe we'll be a barbecue at the end, but it's like, let's all get out there and, you know, have a great time. <laughs> The red, the black, and the green, yes. yes. <laughs> and then November 12th is the Soldier 5K 10K, right? Yes, yes that's the one I came for. That's my brainchild. Soldier, S-O-U-L. Ah, you got that, yes. didn't you? Okay, so that's gonna, be, that's gonna be dedicated to the uh, military groups that didn't get recognition through wars. You know, I mean, I can say all of them, but you get, you know, you hear about your Buffalo Soldiers and your Tuskegee Airmen, but. There's so many other ones like your Black Panther part, our Black Panther company that fought in the war. They had Jackie Robinson as a person that was on the tank battalion. I got the 6888, which was a woman's uh, battalion that helped with the uh, mail that was over in what was that? World, World War II. World War II. So, you know, those people that didn't get a lot of recognition, um, I decided, hey, we should put something together for those soldiers. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna to put together events beforehand, like hikes and bike rides and things of that nature. So I think that's like, that's the one I'm you know, more excited. <laughs> She's excited about the Marcus Guard one. I'm excited about the veterans one because you know, I'm a veteran as well. So <laughs> we are dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> On the Soldier 5K and 10K. So how, how do you guys plan to um, get out the information about the different, you know, different uh, groups that participated in the military and and were not recognized how are you going to because I'm listening to you and I, I haven't heard I've heard of two of them like you said the Tuskegee Airmen but I haven't heard of those other ones so how do you plan to get that info out of Super Kids? Oh lady you have no idea how much research I have been doing <laughs> and this started last year so I want to say wow. like I want to say August time frame or July time frame is when I started really piecing everything together with you know research and grabbing images, uh, links to their bios that's on YouTube. So we're gonna have everything put together. So when, you know, we're putting honor to that particular company, you know, you'll have a video, a bunch of information pertaining to those people. Um, we're also gonna have a coin uh, 
Yeah, you can it's tell a, about the it's coin. It's a challenge. So instead of the, the thing for that one, it's instead of having, you know, a medal, mm -hmm. it's going to be a challenge coin. Because it's military wow. so, coins. Yeah, so military is a challenge coin. So on that challenge coin, like each year that we do it, it's going to be representing a different um, black veteran or, you know, black company that, you know, we need to know about with a small little bio about it on the back. That's so cool. That is so cool. I'm and excited then, for that. And then last but not least, the Kwanzaa 5K, which is December 24th. So talk about that one. I'm going to be oh. at all these. I'm yeah. telling you, except for the one on the 26th. The me and Mars already knows why, but yeah, <laughs> we still love each other. Yes, absolutely. Um, the, so for the Kwanzaa 5K, absolutely excited, excited about that one um, as well, because the medals for that one represents each principle of Kwanzaa. So we did um, the Moja and this next one coming up. And so we're going through the whole thing. So you get a chance to collect them all as you go along over the years. When we listen to you guys talk, we completely understand why it's called Fit Black and Educated. I love what you guys are doing in our community. And if there's any way that we can like talk to you again in the future, especially about these runs that are coming up, let's get together and do it. Um, I just wanna thank you guys for your time. I wanna thank you for being here. Bibi, do you have any other questions for, these, for this amazing dynamic duo? <laughs> No, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed learning about you guys, um, learning about what you do. It, there's so much depth to it. And I think um, people need to hear this. You know, you go, you're, you go on your Facebook page and you see it there, but just hearing the why coming from you guys means a lot. So I've, I really enjoyed this conversation and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. Keep doing what you're doing. It. We love you guys. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. <laughs> Hey everyone, we want to thank you guys so much for listening in and for joining in on this podcast journey that we started. To find out about our exciting and upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe to our podcast here on Spotify. You can also follow us on our Instagram page, which is at riseandrun.podcast. Be sure to like and leave a comment on the podcast that you really, really enjoyed. To connect with us, ask a question or give a suggestion, please DM us on our Instagram page. Until next time, run happy and stay healthy.